All right, guys, let's jump in. Uh, we decided to do a special uh, video based on the NAR ruling. Um, and I wanted to just share our thoughts and then kind of um, what you should be doing as a real estate agent in the midst of all this and how you should be perceiving this. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, we don't have all the answers. We don't know exactly how it's going to play out in terms of the mind of the consumer or the habit or the actions of the consumer. Um, but I wanted to start with my thoughts on the ruling, by the way. And I think I completely disagree with how it was ruled on. And I think that uh, it shows me how little the consumer understands about the business and how bad a job we've done of explaining the value of the buyer's agent, right, as a representative of the deal. So, I mean, look, that's not going to change anything, and I'm not and I'm not trying to gripe about it, but I am saying I do disagree with how, how things came down. I mean, down. you know, agents don't even largely understand the lawsuit, so to expect, and that their livelihood is affected by it. So right. to uh, assume that the consumers would really understand is you know, it's probably misguided. I mean, yeah. the consumers don't care. They don't, they're not looking at this information as if it pertains to them. And even the agents don't even know right. exactly what's going on. I, I, you know, there are pieces of it that you're, that you look at and you're like, yeah, that should have changed or it should have been done differently. But, you know, to, to say that this is the path forward, I, I disagree with as yeah. well. I mean, I don't think anybody wants what this has the potential to create. It's not guaranteed, but Right. I don't think people want consumers out there um, go, being unrepresented or having a seller that has the seller's, um, you know, interest at heart um, representing yeah. both sides. Right. I don't exactly. think we want that. Yeah, I don't think that that, and I don't think that's how it's going to shake out. I mean, you know, really, um, I, I think a lot of this was born out of a seller's market where the seller basically, and I've watched a few, you know, articles and or read a few articles and watched a few uh, news stories and one of the uh, – plaintiffs was just saying, it's like, well, why should, well, I don't even know that, uh, real estate agent. Why should I have to use them? Why should I have to pay them? I don't even know what they're doing in the deal. And I haven't even met them just showed me that it's like, he didn't have an understanding of how much work goes into the buyer side of the deal. And I think that again, it came from a seller's market where, you know, look, you were putting all your house on the market and it was selling overnight. I mean, it was moving super fast. And so, when the market shifts or stabilizes, I think that's going to bring the buyer's agent back into the picture. Not that they're gone at all by any means, but I'm saying the importance of the buyer's agent back in uh, in the picture and sellers are going to want to pay the buyer's agent to bring clients. I think that's a, a very real possibility that when the market stabilizes or shifts back the other direction or we go to a buyer's market I don't think the sellers are going to have a problem paying a buyer's agent. Yeah, and and I I'm glad you said that because while a commission won't be required, it won't be guaranteed by any stretch. Agents will still have the opportunity to prove their worth to their clients yes. to possibly have the clients pay their commission or, you know, you'll have listing agents that understand the value of a buyer's agent, want to get the house sold quickly and will suggest that their clients pay a buyer's agent. So you know, I, I don't think that it's going away. It just won't be guaranteed. And it's going to weed out some of the non-professionals. Yes. The people who can't, you know, enunciate like this is what my value is and this is what I provide for you and this is why I should get paid. They will go away and then the people that are professionals will stay. Yeah. And this is your opportunity to become a professional. So many agents became order takers during the past in this past market. Just like, hey, look, you put your sign up. I'm a real estate agent. People are going to call you to go buy a house. I mean... People were selling houses super fast, and, and we even knew it as as 
leaders. It's like people coming out of the gate selling two, three houses in their first couple of months. And I go, boy, it has never been like this. And it scared me for that agent because I go, boy, when, when the market changes, they're not going to know how to do the business. They're not going to know how to function. And so this is your opportunity to build on a solid foundation and to start putting the systems and habits into place uh, that a real business owner would put into place, like lead generation, uh, like proper consultation with the client, explaining your value. Now, one of the things that I have not really been a fan of in the past, but I probably will change my mind on is the buyer broker agreement. Um, because that gives you the opportunity to share with the client up front your value and also you're establishing, hey, I'm going to work work for you, right? This is what the sellers, sellers will offer X amount. I'm going, you know, I'm going to require 3%, 2%, whatever, or what the seller is going to do or a mixture between the two. We can have that conversation at the beginning, <clears throat> And so, and you need to have that conversation at the beginning. So I do, uh, I, I'm probably going to become a proponent of a buyer broker agreement. Well, in, outside of, you know, all the commission talk and all that, it, it's just a great idea to have a consultation up front. You Could should be. never skip that. I mean, people need to understand how the process works. That is your opportunity to show them how valuable you are as an agent there's just so many reasons why you need to have that consultation. And now it just makes, you know, brings it more into the light. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I was thinking about, just as an example, we're, I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but if you're a, let's say you're a, a client, right? You're, so you're a buyer's agent, you got the client and the client's going out and looking at houses, right? And, and the market's a little bit different. You got two houses in the neighborhood. Okay. And they're very similar as houses and neighborhoods are. One of them is offers a buyer's agent commission and one of them is not offering a buyer's agent commission. And so that buyer has to make the decision, right? Do I buy the house that's going to cost me 3% more or I'm going to buy the other one, right? So there's, there's that part of it. And there's also potential for that client to say, hey, I would buy this house, but you've got to offer the commission, right? So that could be negotiable. Yeah. So we don't know exactly how that's going to play out, but that's something that it's like, look, you're going to put that on the buyer to bring to the table. And it's like, well, so now we're, we're in the marketplace here. Uh, a, a client may opt to not buy a house because the seller isn't offering the buyer's agent. Commission. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and also let's not forget that people could not, you know, they could set the commission for the buyer's agent on the MLS today. Yeah. And they're just choosing to still pay them because they see some value. Well, that's right. I think that's probably a, a lot of it is going to, be the same. You know, I think sellers are going to offer buyer's agent commission. I could be wrong about that. But anyway, back to our original point, it's just, it's your job to have the conversation on the front end with, uh, with your buyers as you go out and show them houses and sell them houses. Okay. The, now let's jump to the part of the lawsuit I do understand yeah. and the part that needs to change. So NAR owns 90% of the MLSs in the country. Yes. Uh, most people don't know that. Yeah. And a lot of this was about the collusion between the MLSs, NAR, all this, and and it's there. Like they're saying that they don't have any influence, but they own the MLSs themselves. Right. So that needs to change. They need to distance themselves from the MLSs, and in my opinion, focus on what we think that they actually do a good job of, which is education. Yeah. The statistical reporting piece, and lobbying for you know, agents. And right. I think that's where they should put all their focus, forget about the MLSs. And a lot of this stuff goes away, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And, you know, and, and you can make, there's a lot of argument that you can make uh, along those lines. But yeah, generally it's like um, most of the agents out there are realtors because it has been required to be a part of the MLS, right? And a lot of the MLSs dictate that. Now, you can make arguments about that on either side of that, and we're not here to necessarily take a hard line stance. But there is an amount of mediation that NAR does on behalf of the agent, the Code of Ethics Commission disputes, because the Real Estate Commission doesn't do that. State Real Estate Commissions don't do commission disputes. And there is an ethical um, uh, or a Code of Ethics that is higher than, that requires more uh, of agents. And a lot of us became really good agents because of that sort of standard of practice. Yeah, the education. Um, so they, yeah, the education piece. So yes, so I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, your the, next point here. Yeah, the last point I would make is that... Um, and this may not be a popular one, but I kind of feel like NAR created Zillow. And yeah. Zillow is also in the news right now. They just bought Fall Out Boss, and we can maybe touch on that a little bit. But um, consumers, Zillow was created because consumers that weren't real estate agents wanted more data. Yes. They wanted to know more about what was on the market, more about you know how to comp themselves. They wanted more data. And that's you know almost not industry specific. A lot of people just want more information. Consumers these days want as much information they can get. NAR had all that information yeah. on, you know, realtor.com, but said, hey, this is only for real estate agents. We're only going to keep this data for real estate agents. You've got to be a realtor. Well, they could have used that platform to provide that information to the consumer. Realtor.com could have been the next Zillow. Yep. But instead, they were like, no, we're going to be selfish with the data. You've got to be a realtor and nobody can have it. And guess what? Now, realtor.com is not talked about and Zillow is a big monster. Right. Zillow just buys Fallout Boss, and everybody's like, well, I'm not going to use Fallout Boss anymore. Well, yeah. they're trying to create this big super app for real estate agents. But what does that tell us? That tell us this, tells us that they, the big Zillow, doesn't yeah. think real estate agents are going away. Right. They're not going to invest $500 million in an app if they thought they were going away. Yeah, that's exactly right. So there's, a, there's just a ton of... So anytime these things happen, which, by the way, there was a time when... A ton of real estate agents left the business because the consumer now had access to the information, and they said, "Well, I'm I'm getting out of here now. I've got to I'm going to bail on this because now the consumer can just go get the information." Well, the realtors who hung in uh, did great because they guess what? They didn't even the, those people left. But they didn't conceive that. Hey, guess what? Your value as an agent is not information. Your value as an agent is helping people facilitate the transaction and get to a closing. Right, because it's complicated, it's complex. Zillow knows that too. Now to they know your it. Point. Yeah, they really they know really it. know it now. So, so there's a ton of opportunity here, but here here's what I'm going to tell you. Let, let's just say commissions go down, okay? And this was an experience that I had. I came from a market with about a two hundred and ten thousand dollar average price point, into a market with a four hundred and fifty average price point. And a lot of the agents <clears throat> I noticed in the new market were really proud of the amount of houses that they sold to make their income versus the ones like and I was thinking I was doing double the transaction count to create the same result. And so w what I can tell you is uh, there isn't I don't I don't at any rate. You're not going to get get by being a fat, lazy realtor, right? You're going to have to get down to working hard, doing your lead generation, establishing good habits, establishing good business practices, being a professional, doing your marketing. 
all in all, you've got to be a better agent. And so some people are going to step up to the plate here and deliver and make a lot of money. And some people are going to fall by the wayside. So you have to decide which agent you're going to be. If I were going to put a pretty bow on all of this information, that's what I would say. I would say, you know where you need to focus. None of these things that are happening in the media, you can change. But what you can change is your daily activity. And what you can change is how professional you treat this. That's right. This is a job. This is a business. And you have to treat it as one if you want to make money. And The, the really good agents are going to know that and they're going to do that and then they're going to thrive because you can go out and get more listings, you can get the full 3% and you can go be happy. But the, the really good agents are licking their chops right now because they know a bunch of people are going to leave the industry that's and that's right. more for them. That's right. So you have to decide which one you're going to be. That's right. All right. Uh, any other final words? Nope. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. Little uh, snapshot. Hey, you guys stay in it. Stay after it. Do not let this information drag you down. And really, in the interim, it's not going to change a lot. For for months, there's going to be an appeals process. It can take some time. So keep your head down. Focus on the things that you control um, and uh, make some stuff happen. You guys have a good one. Thanks.